0: What's up, guys? Hey, welcome to episode eight, the ocho, Uh, episode eight of the Chiss Ascendancy. And
1: today, what are we talking about? Today, we're going to be unpacking the Rise of Kylo Ren comic series. Mm. Uh, Part four just came out this Wednesday. Yep. Um, So we're really excited. We've been reading it pretty much at midnight every night that it would come out uh, since the first issue. Um, Pretty exciting stuff. So pretty excited to get into this.
0: Yeah. This week. I guess you ordered through Amazon. I ordered through the actual Marvel app on my phone, mm-hmm. and you were like, it's so good. And I, I think was it came like, out at 11.30 the
1: ding, night before. Ding, ding.
0: And I was like, it's nowhere. So uh, anyways, finally that next morning, that actually on Wednesday morning, you got like Tuesday night like, yeah, on, like, like a like Yeah, like 11 or um, But finally on, on Wednesday, I was able to read it. So um, awesome. Well, first, before we jump into that, mm-hmm. uh, as you guys know, um, or if you don't know, uh, I also run a uh, Star Wars action figure Instagram account, and so I'm, I'm deep in the collecting uh, of that stuff. And so, uh, something we thought would be cool is if something cool happened, or we got a new item, or something like that happened, that we would kind of share it with the channel. Um, so, this bad boy just came in the mail this week. Uh, the Imperial Troop Transport from the Mandalorian. Uh, so, I'm super excited. I think this is the fourth version of this vehicle uh, they had two come out in the 70s, and then they had the Rebels version, and uh, I really liked the Rebels version when it came out, and I I have used it for a lot of pictures, um, and I it, this one just blows everything out of the water, and so very cool. So if you watch The Mandalorian, of course, in episode uh, seven, I want to say I think there were eight episodes total in the in the second to last episode, whenever all those Imperials are coming in, and Moff Gideon's coming onto the scene. These guys roll in, and so ever since then, I've really been excited about getting this thing. Uh, so, that's my most recent, recent cool purchase, right? Uh, so, we've got that, and then, uh, before we really jumped in, we wanted to talk about uh, The Bad Batch. Yep. Have a little tiny review uh, of that, because episode four just dropped today, and so we wanted to cover that, and so what were your thoughts about this first arc, it's the last season of Clone Wars. Arc number one's in the books. We're at 33.3% in. And, uh, what are your
1: thoughts? There's a lot to go through. Uh, (laughs) but just, you know, Cliff Notes version. Uh, I think episode one really set the tone right. Um, obviously we talked about that way too much. Um, Episode 2 was cool. We got the rescue. Episode 3, I think, was more a little bit filler just so that they could make this arc a uh, perfect four, like they're trying to do mm. um, with this particular season. And then uh, I thought episode 4 was probably. I think maybe episode 1 was my favorite, but I think episode 4 would have been my second favorite in this arc. Mm-hmm. Um, the way they brought it home, uh, getting to see Anakin really come out of his Jedi shell. You know, we're yeah. getting some sneak peeks of the Dark Anakin that, you know, is to be revealed just mm-hmm. probably a few weeks or less later, you know, in the Star Wars timeline. So, overall, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I yeah. think the Clone Force 99 was an excellent addition. Yep. Um, obviously, I could have used more obi one, but you yeah. uh, can't have a perfect world.
0: Right. I saw a really funny meme that was uh, when you're a Clone Wars fan and you're three weeks into episode, or into season seven. And it was a meme. It was a picture of the client from The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. and it's the part where he says, "I would like to see the child," and then but they edited it and it said, "I would like to see Ahsoka." <laughs> like mm-hmm. we're three weeks in, and we haven't seen Ahsoka or Maul or any of those oh, guys yet.
1: No complaints from me. Um, no.
0: I know you're not a huge Ahsoka <laughs> fan. We're gonna don't worry, guys. We're gonna get pretty much eight weeks in a row over Yeah. Starting next Friday. Um, but I really enjoyed it as well. I thought that episode three, um, it's kind of like. If you have four aces, which ace is your least favorite? Like, all four were good. Mm -hmm. Um, But like you said, three felt a little bit like a filler. Uh, I mean, we use that term so loosely nowadays, but uh, I really liked it. Episode one set the tone really well. Episode two might be my favorite of the group. Really? Yeah, and then three was still good, obviously. I love watching them fly on those animals and stuff. That was really cool. Um, There's just something about bat-like animals in Star Wars. They're just always around. They
1: make a lot of appearances. Yeah, yeah. Probably Minox being the first, and then, mm-hmm. you know, in the prequels, you get Obi-Wan writing there. Or maybe Obi-Wan only writes those in the Clone Wars, but you see the Kaminoans on the water pterodactyls. Yeah. Well,
0: like, I know that I think the in the comics, stuff like also that's have a species on like there. that that they write. Yep. And then Onderon, where uh Sagrar is from, they wrote on stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, season or episode four was really good. Um,. If you haven't seen it yet, you need to go watch it. I'm going to say something important in five seconds. Three seconds. All right. I thought it was really cool that at the end, you know, this episode specifically really focused on, is Echo really going to be loyal to the clones Mm -hmm. after being hooked up to the droid mainframe and stuff like that? They've been, like, sucking his brain juice for God knows how long. Is Inspector Gadget really on the side of the clones? Right. But it was uh, super cool. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. His flathead screwdriver salute uh, was cool. Um, but I really liked how they ended it with the Bad Batch was kind of like, I don't know if we can trust this guy, mm-hmm. but his story is different. His story isn't like the regs. His story, even though him and Rex were really close, mm-hmm. now they're different. Their yeah. paths have been different. And I thought it was really cool that the way that they wrapped up the Bad Batch arc, um, I assume we're not going to see the Bad Batch again. Yeah, probably not. Probably not going to see Echo again. And so it was cool to see... Um, them say, hey, if you ever feel like you don't belong and you need a place, you've got a place with us. Mm-hmm. And so you could tell he was torn. And then it was so cool because Rex, although he missed Echo, this whole mission was for freaking Echo, but Rex said, you know, if you want to be the that's where you belong. Yeah. And so that was cool, very selfless of him. Because when we started episode one of this season, Rex is feeling that loneliness, that sadness, because he's lost all of his friends mm-hmm. and stuff. And so... He's got Anakin, but it's not the same, you know, and and so uh, I thought it was really cool that he was like, hey man, like, if that's where you need to be, that's where you need to be. And so that was really cool. So I don't really know what he can do that's going to be better than what Tech can already do. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah, he can put his finger in the light socket versus plugging something in. That's I what think,
1: Tech does. Yeah, well, but I think the difference is that he just... It, Goes right into his neurosystem. system, you know what I mean? Yeah, So that's it's true. probably more like an R two D two sort of thing.
0: Yeah, but it's also if they overload it, he's also going to get fried like R two D two. I don't know. Anyways, I'm not trying to pick it apart, but it was cool that he found a place in the Bad Batch because he was different. He did have a different story, kind of mm-hmm. like them. So that was really neat. So overall, the arc I probably give it an eight out of ten. Uh, I'm a little bit nervous about. Um, I'm a little bit nervous about arc number two because it's Ahsoka's return, and uh, I like Ahsoka, but I'm wondering like. How much can we talk about her coming back for four episodes? So maybe those are the episodes we'll see stuff we didn't know about yet. Yeah, you know, th- those are the episodes that we can see. They don't feel as open and shut. Bad Batch is kind of like, well, here we know. We kind of, especially if you watched the or read the storyboards when they were on StarWars.com, you kind of knew they were going for Echo. You kind of knew what was going
1: on. Yeah, um, you didn't because you didn't watch those. I don't think. Yeah, no, I stay away from. Like, even... I, I'm tentative even watching the, like, Disney-approved, you know, trailers and stuff. Cause mm-hmm. Trailers like,
0: nowadays, it's like a sneak peek of the movie. Yeah. It's not so even, I just... Like, I think the very first teaser is the most,
1: like, trailers used to be. Right. Where it's like... Oh, With the obvious exception of the fact that we spend like, almost an hour unpacking the two-minute trailer. Um, <laughs> I typically like to go into Star Wars something with you know my eyes wide shut as they say you know I want to know as little as possible yeah um and I just want to I want to experience it all for the first time I don't want to have any expectations yeah that leads to disappointment which leads to the dark side very true uh so anyway so this I think that all that to say I think these
0: next four episodes with Ahsoka's return I think are more wide open Mm -hmm. to other things could happen yeah I mean
1: as wide open as you can be knowing exactly how all of it has to end you know what I mean?
0: Right. I guess what I mean is with the Bad Batch, I pretty much knew what they needed to do all mm-hmm. four episodes. With this one, I know that is coming back, but I don't know anything else about it. Right. And then with the Siege of Mandalore, I know what needs to happen. Yeah. You know? So anyways, I'm excited and I'm very curious for what they're going to do next mm-hmm. in this season. Um, and see what happens from there. You believe so pretty
1: cool so, so that's that out of the way let's All get right. down to the mini gritty. and here we go let's do it
0: Was announced a while ago, and the first issue came out a month before the uh, the rise of Skywalker.
1: Uh, let's see, go back four months, basically. So it would have come out right around that time. It's the third month. This was the fourth issue, so it came out in December. Yeah, like, I think December fifteenth. Yeah. Ish. So I guess it was like a couple of days before, actually. The rise yeah. of Skywalker. Yeah, just just right up before it.
0: Um, so basically, what we're gonna do? We both got our iPads here. With the we, you know, a lot of times I try to find the content online uh but with these man i was not no, i wasn't playing just around i wasn't playing
1: him. around plus i didn't want to be like three quarters of the way through the panel and it's like <laughs> some weird hentai pop up i'm like i'm just trying to see kylo you know what i mean I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm not trying to get the any uh, any other things going on here i'm just trying to watch my boy mm-hmm. um so, anyways, it's like
0: refinance your mortgage. Also, hot single mom in your area. <laughs> so, all they need is your zip code and your social security <laughs> number, and you can have a new mortgage and a new hot mom. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, uh, basic, basically, we're basically, <laughs> the my don't, <lie>. <laughs> don't forget some milk with those donuts. donuts. So, uh, we've we've got all four issues on here, and we want to just walk through it and just break it down.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of good in here. There's a lot of good. Um, I think one of the things I love the most, mm-hmm. and also had the most that I was still left wanting, was we get to really understand the personality of the Knights of Ren, mm-hmm. um, primarily their leader, who is uh, they call him wren but that seems right. to just be the running title for yeah. whoever's in charge. So that's because he Kylo's says moniker comes from. You, you know? know, he talks about they call me wren but it's yeah. not my name. Yeah, it's like the second for we a panel on the whole series um but at the same time they allude to things that you can probably guess at like um you know right even before they have the Kylo Ren part one little insert into the yeah. first bit you know they're having the you know a hard intro to the knights of ren and um they have somebody who they're looking to recruit and mm-hmm. uh they don't make the cut and he's like don't worry the master will send someone for us soon mm-hmm. um But who's the master? Yeah. Uh, Where does this originate? What's their home philosophy? Uh, Yeah. All we know is they follow a lightsaber and they don't give two poops about what it takes to kill things. Yeah. Or the good of it or what it... You know, it's just like they could not care less. They're very light. They're not bogged down by morality at all. And
0: you know what? The fact that they're called knights makes a lot of sense in that way because uh, even though they thought they were doing good, like whenever the the freaking... uh, Oh my gosh! Historical event. Crusades. Yes, thank you. Okay. Oh, good night. Uh, <laughs> good night. When the yeah. <laughs> cr- bad night. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> when the crusades are happening, the knights felt like they're doing the right thing. You know, the the even though they felt like they're fighting on the side of the Lord or whatever, yeah. they were just like, "All right, we're gonna go get this cup." Not gonna have it? Alright, ching! Like, we'll just kill you to get to this
1: cup, Sorry, so whatever. All you know. I can think about right now in the back of my mind is that uh, one terrible movie where Nicolas Cage meets Hayden Christensen. Oh, Eric yeah. Christensen, and they're both like. Uh, I never watched that movie. Dude, either. I did, and it was hilarious. Terrib- both of their accents just absolutely horrible. Was so they both fall inside? in love with like 12 year old Asian girls, which I didn't understand at all. Uh, they just, it's like they're super torn up about the Crusades, so they go to Asia. You know, as, he, as you was, do. Was Hayden Christensen's like... <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm
1: a knight, I feel bad. Dude, it's so... I Honestly, I can't even remember any of the storyline except for that I make a lot of fun, but if I ever met Hayden Christensen, I'd be like...
0: Hi. Dude,
1: honestly, I love him, but that movie was terrible. And <laughs> I'm sorry, Hayden, you need to know that. I'm sure that you do. Um... Love and Star Wars. Nicolas Cage brought you down. Yeah. Met in the middle, I guess. All right, so here we go. Let's jump into this. Super awesome cover art.
0: Awesome cover art. I don't know if you're going to do these in, but I will hold it up to the camera for you.
1: Yeah, I, I probably won't go through the effort, honestly, For all if all things being honest. I don't want to go through uh, that again. So
0: this first, if you want to look it up, uh,
1: part one. Uh, I was said that it was only four parts. And they were shorter than I would have wanted, but if I got what I would have wanted, I would have gotten four novels. So you're, yeah, that's
0: true. The thing is that when it comes to Star Wars, if you have your own favorite character, you're like, why aren't they getting you know what I'm saying? So the Where's the Rise of Obi-Wan comic? <laughs> like the thing I didn't like was it was so short. Um for instance, <laughs> for instance, okay, I love Darth Vader. Right? Okay. Nice gov. <laughs> I love Darth Vader, but I feel like every year we get like three or four comics about him. And it's like, how much time did this guy have in these 20 years? All like, of it. He he's <laughs> just... I, and I know it's like a Speaking wide enough, open, you know, 20 whole, years. whole new Vader comic coming out soon. Yeah, yeah. No, it's they've already released two parts. Uh, that's, that's what I'm saying. Now. Like, it's another one. Yeah. So, the press. Um, so I was sad that it was only going to be four parts because I was like, we have so many questions. I don't feel like four parts is going to be enough. Um, the good news is Charles Soule was in charge of this and everything he's done so far I've really loved. He was, I think he did the, uh, the Lando short series, which is really, really I mean, great. You're correct. He's done a lot of the Vader stuff and, and he's got he's heavy hands
1: in the, in the upcoming, uh, the High, Republic. High Republic series.
0: Uh, so he's the mastermind behind this. And so the very first cover, you've got a huge Darth Vader in the background with Kylo Ren with his outfit from The Force Awakens in the foreground, which is really
1: more a call out to Episode Seven than anything else, because Vader plays negative three points of role yeah. in the entire series. Yeah,
0: he doesn't. He never like has a vision or anything. No. So, uh, so the first panel, um, like you said, you've got the leader of the Knights of Ren. I am called Ren, but that's not my name. He's recruiting these two guys. One um, of them can
1: touch the shadow, which is what they
0: call basically interacting with the dark side of the force, mm-hmm. as I understand it. Um, so basically they follow, the Knights of Ren, um, follow this lightsaber. Yep. For whatever reason. Um, And the master? Yeah. Yeah. And so he's trying to get this, uh, these two brothers, one of them is force sensitive, one of them is not, and
1: he tells one of them, you can join us if you can kill your brother. Right. So the, basically the price of entry is a good death, as they call it. You know, a death that costs something. A sacrificial death. Yeah. yeah, very much like Kylo has to give up Han Solo, mm-hmm. um, a good death,
0: which kind of gives more weight to when Snoke says, "Even you, master of the night's red." Right. It's like an, an even heavier price, a better death. Right. So um, they've got this guy, and they're like, "A good death." He's got to kill. You got to kill your brother, mm-hmm. and then the second brother the is the one like, that can't
1: even pow. touch the shadow. No, He's probably. like. Bugs Bunny over there just leaning up against the bar, and somebody said, good death, and before the H got out of his mouth,
0: yeah, <laughs> <popped him laughs> one. The freaking... so he says, uh, the other brother, you know, the one they're not really talking to, he's, he shoots me, says, they're not giving me the heck out of here, and he says, oh, fill in, in, whatever his name is, you've got the attitude, and that's good, I respect yeah. that. But you can't touch the shadow, so he kills him. Not good enough. That's that's, good enough. That's the very beginning of
1: the right, and then from right then it jumps into we're in deep. uh, Yeah, we're we're deep in the last Jedi visions now, um, where we see you know one of three takes on how the temple got turned down.
0: Uh, You know, Luke's version is, I should have killed Ben (laughs) because he's having a bad dream, and then I second guessed myself. And then Kylo woke up and murdered everyone. And then Kylo's was he's like, did it? <laughs> Ben's real version is he attacked me. I defended myself. Mm-hmm.
1: Next thing I knew, I tore down the temple. I didn't know why. Yeah. And Ray, who has never interacted with her parents, now gets to understand what it's like to have divorced parents <laughs> and find the real <laughs> truth somewhere in the middle, <laughs> which is what happened. But all of that to lead up to what was my favorite. Um, Probably my favorite panel in the whole series because it's the most Kylo-ish panel, and it's three other Padawans uh, that served under Luke.
0: Come back to the temple. They were off planet. They were on a
1: mission, and
0: Kylo thinks that he's burned down this temple. Yeah, he thinks he did this all on
1: his own, Mm -hmm. Um, which were revealed to like he was basically just woke up to it, kind of like Luke did. Um, But he thinks he must have done it, and she's like, "You couldn't have done it," because he's like, "Master Luke's dead," and he's like, "What? You don't think I'm strong enough?" And I was like, ah, there it is. That's yeah. what we were looking for. That's the good old...
0: I'm sure you are.
1: That's what we were looking <laughs> yeah. for.
0: It's sad, though, because this comic does a really good job. There's a lot of things that it didn't address. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Star Wars is going to go on forever. Especially now that Disney has it. Yeah. And there's, new, there's money to put out new material. So I know by the end of the day, there's going to be so much Kylo material... Unpacking his entire story. So I'm not worried about that. Um, This comic series did an amazing job breaking down the confused, hurt... Right. I don't know who to trust Ben Solo.
1: Yeah, I think this comic series could easily have been called The Fall of Kylo Ren because we basically see how Kylo really does fall from grace and he feels like it's out of his control. Um, Very much like what we see um, in... Episode nine where he's like, It's too late for you to go back. You know, I can't go back. It's too mm-hmm. late for me. Mm-hmm. You know, he feels like he he's too far from redemption and we get to see very much inside of his mind in that whole process.
0: Yeah. Um, so it's really cool. He says, What, well, you don't think I could do it? You don't think I'm strong enough? And he says, I'm stronger <laughs> than all three of you put together. Balling. Uh Skywalker made us act like we're all equal, but you know that's not the truth. I was the Temple's prize student. Uh, so basically, he's like... Basically, he
1: just said, all of you guys can suck it. <laughs> Look at your house, it's on fire, you're welcome.
0: And at the same time, he's like, you know...
1: He's still giving let them me out, leave. though. Yeah, so he's, he's not full dark yet. He's not just wanting to kill him just to kill him. He's definitely telling him, alright, this is your chance, get out of my face. I'm yeah. leaving, you should too.
0: Uh, so, he gets off planet, we're gonna fast forward
1: pretty quick here.
0: Um, and he's on his own ship, which is a cool, looks almost like, the thrusters look like the Millennium Falcon, but the front looks kind of like a U-Wing, but it also kind of looks like
1: It kind of reminded me of Starkiller's ship.
0: Yes. Yeah, that, like, Millennium... Rogue Shadow?
1: Yes. That, like, Millennium Falcon, like, B-Wing hybrid-looking sort of thing.
0: Yeah. Very cool. I loved all the ships in this,
1: uh... His, his ship basically years. looks like a ship version of like uh, an Inquisitor's lightsaber handle.
0: And then the ship that these other three Jedi are following him in looks like uh, something out of Revelation. The face of a Y-Wing, <laughs> the one wing of an X-Wing, and the other side looks like something else. <laughs> it looks like the daggum Battlestar Galactica. So they're trying to get out of there, um, and I did love that uh, they talked about uh, take evasion take evasive action because they tried to follow him but then he ended up getting behind them Um, and he says Ben's father is one of the galaxies best pilots and his uncle blew up to Death Star we can't evade him I thought that was cool and it kind of shows you that they do know how strong he is Mm -hmm. Um, and then when we get to I don't know there's no page numbers I guess it's uh, 22 of 33 in the first issue Um, he's trying to figure out like what can I do I have nowhere to go um, and he's thinking about it Leia yeah. and he says um, his uh, droid that's with him on the ship actually tells him I have the route to Hosnian Prime do you want me to take you there and then we have our first snake
1: oh snake Snoke the snake snake so um, Snoke Yeah. Sandman
0: yeah um,
1: there's kind of a, like a snake though he's just in yeah right?
0: he just lives in So you've got this, uh, so the way that comics are typically is you've got the white speech bubble, Mm -hmm. and that's just how it works. And then thoughts are kind of like, you know, clouds or whatever. Yeah, it's
1: not pointy, it's bubbly.
0: But uh, Snoke's in here, I hope you can see this, is, it's like, it's
1: It looks like purpose, like it's out of place. Yeah,
0: it's out of place, it's kind of... And so when you see this in these comics, this is... Supreme, well, before he's Supreme Leader, just Snoke, uh, talking to Ben Solo. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. says, it happened, did it not? We both thought it might. And he's talking to him. Skywalker feared you, your strength. He was always small. And so... Yikes. He's basically saying...
1: He's... He's, he's saying that... He's and loving then, on Ben. Right. And at the same time, Ben's having overlapping flashbacks with his just recent altercation with his yep. uncle. Yep. And so he's talking
0: about the temple exploding, um... But on in one of these panels right here in uh, in uh, part one, still towards the end, um, at the you end, it's revealed him
1: that look at the temple and there's something going on, and the temple explodes. And it looks like it happens with just like a a heck ton of force lightning. It looks like it just rains down from the sky. If you look, it's got like a root. Yeah. So
0: out of the sky, Ben thinks that he's done this with his anger, I guess. And when he wakes up, he says. No, that's his first reaction. Yeah. And so uh, he says, I never I didn't want this. And Snoke says, and you did not choose it, Ben the Jedi did, Skywalker. And so he's sowing these seeds of doubt. The three Jedi are trying to find Ben, these Padawans. And then it says elsewhere. And you go to this really crazy, um, like, Guardians of the Galaxy looking um, world. Where it's it looks like it's it's like a like biosphere, a greenhouse. yeah, it's, it's a biosphere, yeah. and it's got these like rings around it, just really cool.
1: And one of these trees is this, defying the laws of physics, growing out into space.
0: As you, but it's also dying. So I guess that makes sense.
1: Yeah, if you look it on the surface, a lot of it looks green, but when you look more closely, it looks like darkness is kind of taking over. Yeah, it.
0: and so Ben's ship goes in here, and remember, this is about a week before Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. So we're still like, what's going on? What's yeah. going on? Uh, and then he says, my
1: boy. Yeah.
0: And there's Snoke wearing a freaking weird outfit. He's wearing like a dadgum. He looks
1: like. He looks like a hippie. He looks like uh, Flick from Ants when he's got his Inventor hat on. <laughs> That's what he's wearing. You mean from Bugs Life? Oh, yeah. Sorry. From Bugs Life. Did I say Ants? Yeah. Silly me. So he's got this crazy green robe with this weird hat.
0: Um, I got the character name
1: right and the movie name wrong. LOL.
0: And so, uh, he says, I'm so pleased you came to me. And here's what's crazy, man, is that Snoke gives Kylo Ren a hug. A hug. And And Kylo Ren reciprocates the hug. Yeah. And, um... It's the
1: only dark side hug we see in the entire Star Wars saga.
0: Here's what's super interesting, okay? When when uh, Snoke was first revealed, we were like, bro, what the heck is going on with this dude's face? He mm-hmm. got screwed. Somebody really, you know, screwed this guy up. Really? And, um, he says, Snoke look what Master Luke did to you. Mm-hmm. And he says, never mind that young Ben. Let us consider what he nearly did to you. So... We have to assume that when they meet the first time, mm-hmm. that Snoke looked much
1: different. Well, and what I wanted, having read the first part, but you never get it out of the series, is uh, I wanted to see Snoke go toe-to-toe with Luke. But it's right. not its not about that. It's all about Kylo in the comic series. And what does. did I say I thought happened? Josiah's theory is that he feels that Snoke allowed Luke to basically uh, disfigure him so that he could garner sympathy from Kylo. Um, Personally, I disagree. Uh, I don't think if Snoke was that in control, he would have ever viewed Luke as a threat. Like, if he was in control enough to just get right. I didn't think
0: he let Luke beat him. I thought that, especially after we saw Rise of Skywalker, but we kind of had seen that little miniature clip right before the movie come out where you see... Snoke in those tanks, mm-hmm. right before, like weeks before, there was already that little snippet that was released on YouTube and all that by Star Wars, and you see those tanks where Palpatine is creating Snoke. So when I saw, when I read this, I thought, okay, he's met this Snoke that was healed,
1: and now there's this Snoke that's damaged. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think he, they're just interchanging them.
0: I think they're either interchanging them or the power that Palpatine is either. He's living inside, um, or he is a... He's living, like pulling the strings, is eroding them from the inside out. I don't know. But something happened. I don't think that
1: Snoke and Luke went toe-to-toe. I don't know. I feel like they have to have, because Kylo seems very sure that Snoke and Luke have met in the flesh, Mm -hmm. and also in the film... Uh, Last Jedi Luke says that Snoke had already turned him more than I realized which means mm. that he was already aware of their slight affiliation yeah. so there was and some sort of relationship between Luke and Snoke what's well, even more already.
0: crazy is I think it's in it has to be Force Awakens because it's Han and Leia talking and Leia tells Han no Snoke did this mm-hmm.
1: it's his fault so, so I th- everybody I th- knew
0: who Snoke was
1: yeah so that's weird. I would like to explore that more. Are we getting a novel
0: or what, Star Wars? Come on. We still have Snoke questions. That gets
1: unpacked. Um, but anyway, so this whole conversation leads up to basically Snoke's trying to lure mm-hmm. Kylo on. Uh Being um, my degree is very close to a, a counseling degree, so I'm seeing the leading questions. It's kind of a uh, very psychiatrist of mm-hmm. him to be like, so what are you going to do about it? Yeah, um, no, he's,
0: he's definitely trying to pull the dark out yeah. of him.
1: Yeah, so he's asking him these leading questions and basically how this comic ends is uh, Kylo says, I've been thinking about the Knights of Ren. And we get this sick last frame mm-hmm. of the Knights of Ren posing their boy band photo like a metal in front band. of their freaking sick ship. Uh, yeah. And then that's the end of the first series.
0: So, then you go to part two. How are we on time right
1: now? Uh... 15 minutes left. <laughs> All right. We're jumping in. So get ready part, for light speed.
0: Part two is really cool. It starts right back in, um, in uh, Snoke's lair. And he asks, you know, he's they're in that biosphere. And in this picture, you can really see, as I get there, you can really see that the um, the planet that they're on is, it's got the flowers, but it's got a lot of death going on too. Mm-hmm. And he says, do you like this? There are a lot of skeletons in? at his feet. Mm-hmm. Big ones too. Look at that freaking yeah. T-Rex skull. Uh, he says interesting and Snoop says I'm very fond of it. The people who are trying to hold uh, were built it trying to hold the dark back. Um, that was the entire point to create an quick. oasis of light here in the great shadow. Here you will see how well it worked.
1: Real quick, look how sick this cover art is. Oh with Lucan Luke Lucan Luke ben. ben fighting Knights of Ren. Super cool.
0: It's interesting that his name is Kylo Solo and Ben Ren. If you mixed up the first last yeah. names. Um, so he says, you were asking about the Knights of Ren. I think I could learn from them. Basically, you're finding out that they have a history. hmm And, mm-hmm. again, in this bottom right panel, you've got Snoop being a freaking weirdo, loving on Ben and, like, encouraging his, him. His,
1: his indoctrination to the dark side is very... Gentle at first, you know, Mm -hmm. he's definitely coaxing him into it before he's ready to start thrashing him around and calling him an idiot.
0: And also, um, Snoke says, (laughs) uh, Snoke says, what is the truth, my friend? What is your true name? Which now that I'm rereading this, that's something that you hear again in part four. Mm -hmm. Uh, so he basically says, you know, you need to go and figure out who you are. You'll join the Knights of Ren or they'll kill you.
1: Also, a little, little, little thing here. The First Order is already kind of rolling because Snoke's droid says incoming transmission from General Hux. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Tell Brindle I'm busy.
1: So things are, things are going. Also, Kylo's curious about that, but anyway. Yeah. Who is General Hux? So it's clear that he's very much out of the circle. Look at those crazy eyes. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And his teeth are jacked. Yeah, Luke did a number on him, apparently.
0: So we're in part two of the Knights of Ren. It says year early, years earlier. Um, and so Luke and the young Ben and Lord Santeca are looking for Jedi artifacts. Mm-hmm. Which actually brings me back to, rest in peace, Max von Sato, the actor who played uh, also Lord Santeca. Nice beard, young Luke. So full of life and color. Mm-hmm. Very uh, Chuck Norris. Yeah. Uh, so they're looking for... Uh, just some cool Jedi yeah. artifacts. They're on a planet called Elfrana. Yeah. And there's these awesome statues. Very cool. Very Jeddah. Ancient Jedi.
1: Yeah, very cool Jedi. It reminds me of, uh... Dang, what's that? Is that in Jordan? Oh, yeah. you got those temples mm-hmm. carved into the stone. That's what it reminds me of.
0: And so, hey, check this out. I never noticed this before. A little uh, Sith
1: holocron over here in the corner? No. Oh, very Cool.
0: This lightsaber-powered
1: rifle. Uh, yeah, it gets featured in one of the Vader comics. So See, they're in, the in corner a... Over here in the corner. Oh,
0: yeah. So they're in a basically an old, old, old uh, Jedi temple. Treasure Jedi it's of a treasure trove force relics. is what Luke calls it. Um, this might be even better than Jocasta News Cache. Pretty amazing, eh, Ben?
1: <laughs> it's just pronounced cache. I know, it's being funny. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs>
0: um, and so as they're looking, you hear... Well, hello there love that. Ren gives them the old, sorry on my phone call. Gives him uh, the old Kenobi. Gives him the old
1: Ben. And so. Another uh, cool boy band pose for the Knights of Ren. They're always just ready for a photo op. <laughs> they really are. That's pretty much all they're ready for.
0: As it turns out. <laughs> so uh, it says everything here is ours. We're going to take it. But how we take it is up to you. Your call. And Luke with a sexy smirk on his face says. You're wrong. You're wrong. So, so wrong. This So, is is outpost so wrong. Everything, and it belongs to the Jedi Order, which at the moment means me. I am the last
1: Jedi. Everything you just said is wrong.
0: And (laughs) uh, when I was first reading this, when he goes, uh, which means it belongs to me, I am the last Jedi, I was like, jeez, Ben is right there. But then in the next panel he says, though not for long, and he's giving him the side eye like, eh, eh. Uh, So. Soon the thing will be operational. I did like, that, uh. The dista. <laughs> so <Sorry>, I go ahead. <laughs> says, let's show this old fool what's what and get what we came here for. And I really like this panel in particular, uh, because it says, it's Kylo saying, this is Jedi Master Luke Skywalker. He is a legend. I really love that you see, that's the only time you ever see Kylo showing you love for Luke.
1: Yeah, standing up for his uncle.
0: So that was cool. And, uh,. <clears throat> Basically, over the next, like, several pages, Luke's just hands the Knights of Ren their butts. He's got the little
1: Thai lung fist. He's like,
0: legendary! <laughs> so, he's cutting through all these freaking, just all this stuff. Super cool. He, uh, is breaking down the...
1: Yeah, sorry. This is like probably the coolest part of the whole second part. Where we're just having a blast through, yeah, because we took too long on the first set. Um, um, very cool though. Do yourself a favor if you haven't already. Check out this fight scene. It's pretty ballin'. Yeah, it's sick. Uh,
0: so basically, Luke tells the Knights of Ren it's time for you to leave, and then uh, basically Ren did, takes yeah. his helmet off. Oh, and it is powerful.
1: Sorry, just cool, cool lines, Luke's. Cranking out the one-liners this comic series.
0: Uh, Ren takes off his helmet and says, Hey, kid, you sure this is the life for you? You do know that there are other paths, right? And Luke says, Last chance. (laughs) Like, get the freak out of here. And he says, I hear you, Jedi man. We're going. And he talks to Ben again, but kid, you ever want to try something a little different? Learn more about your shadow? Come look us up. And he sets his helmet there. And then you fast forward and Ben, present day, has entered this temple again. And he puts on the helmet, and then um, as he's getting ready to leave again... Which,
1: let's be honest, there's probably tons of spiders in there. Yeah, they've been there for years. Yeah, that's been there for like at least a decade, just sitting on the ground.
0: So, he's getting ready to leave. He's finally found the, the helmet of Ren and he's wanting to track these guys down. And his freaking... these three Jedi people keep finding him. And he says, I'm sorry, this is over. And so, that takes us to part three. Part three is cool because we start with... um, We're we're meeting up with the Knights of Ren. And here's what was weird to me, okay? I don't know if he just has like ten of them in his closet like Peter Griffin's outfits. But when you first start this very first... um, One of these very first panels, Ren has his helmet on. Yeah,
1: I... It seems to me he wouldn't give up his helmet that readily unless he was like, I got more. So, that was Another strange. one. And then he says, look Another who it one. is.
0: And Ben walks in, of course. So, maybe he does have two. I don't know, that's kind ben of weird to me. Solo. And so, yeah. hey, Miles. And so, basically, this is the not coolest episode. This is, again, part three. So, it's kind of a bridge between... The beginning of the story, the end of the story. Yeah, you get a really,
1: really cool. All the series are good, but this is the most okayest.
0: Yeah, you get a really cool picture of young Luke, seemingly really, af- really early after Episode three. I'm sorry, six, um, training up these new Jedi, and there's at least one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them. So that makes me wonder where these other ones were after Ben and these guys are gone. But anyways, well, it's clear that all
1: these died in the temple.
0: Yeah. Um, and again, you have these moments where Luke says he either told the, the students they could join him or they they could be killed and he didn't do that. Mm-hmm. So, it just makes it really sad. But
1: yeah, backstory between uh, young Ben Solo and all these Jedi that he's fighting in the present moment, how they fit together, what he appreciates about their personality and how they all work together. Mm-hmm. Um... Yada, yada, And then yada. there's
0: one that really stood out. His name is Tai. T-A-I.
1: And him and Ben seem to kind of be like BFFs if yeah. he has one. Uh, if you haven't read it but you're a fan of Dragon Ball Z, he looks like Tien without the third eye. Yep. Uh, so they're fighting. He's the most Airbenderist of them all.
0: And then in part three, basically, he kills, he thinks, these Jedi and then finally he gets some new clothes, so he's got a very cool Han Solo type look here.
1: Yeah, very uh very Knights of Ren esque. Yeah. Until he you know, you know, as a placeholder for his full Kylo Ren transformation.
0: And so then you find out that two of the three Jedi survived, this late this girl, and then Ty, his best friend, and the third one did die in the crash. Yeah,
1: he, he kills uh I think actually he turns the lightsaber on that Cal. Yeah. Or a core. Or a Corrin, sorry, my bad.
0: Uh, and that takes us to part four. hey And so... The same with the corn made when he died. They are... <laughs> uh... Really they're normal. on yes. Mimban. Bon. So that's a cool link between this comic and the solo movie. Yes. They're on Mimban, bon, which is where uh, Han meets Chewie. It says, Midrim, the, uh, the mind moon of Mimban. Bon. So they're not on the planet side, but they're right there in that system. And, uh... Basically you could you could you keep seeing there are times where Ben wants to do the right thing. And so Rin is about to kill this guy and Ben says, wait, there could be another way. This is the first time we see him use the the mind reading thing, Mm -hmm. which we find out he learned from Snoke. Um So that's pretty crazy. And then all of a sudden Rin goes, Okay, good, now we have this information and we're still gonna kill them. And so, he doesn't like that at all. And he's basically, uh, he said, three levels down, chimper with the red snake, let's go. They're going to go try to find whatever it is they're looking for. And uh, basically, these two Jedi show up, and they're going to try to kill Kylo. They pretty much made up their mind
1: at this point. Well, uh, the girl uh, has made up her mind. The, guy yeah, th- the girl's much more aggressive. The airbender is going to try and turn him.
0: Right. And so a cool thing is Kylo's outfit has a his holster for his lightsaber is on his opposite shoulder. Mm-hmm. So it's cool because that's a callback to Rise of Skywalker because yeah. he does that.
1: Uh, which, which is cool because it had like a little added significance for all the knights wh- who would have known that.
0: Right, right, right. So then um, these two Jedi show up. Rin asks, who are they? And Ben says the past, which... That's one of his iconic lines is let the past die. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Rise of
1: Codron, chapter four, they're fighting and um, um, it ends up being... We're getting close to which was my favorite panel of the fourth series. Um, it's where he's yeah. facing off with Ty. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kylo has this cool line where Ty saying, "You know, you always have a choice, yada yada yada," and he says, right. "Choice? I have no choice. I never did. Even my name isn't a choice. The light side and the dark side both claimed me for their own the moment I was born." That's such a cool concept, especially in looking at the way that Kylo views himself. But and all the
0: great Jedi fans were like,
1: "Yes!" Yeah. But, so uh, I thought that that was really cool.
0: He says, "Do you know how that feels?" They're fighting.
1: They're going toes to toes.
0: And so, you get to a place where Kylo
1: Ren bests him in the fight. And I think he was going to let him live, but then Ren kills him. Snaps his neck with the force. Mm -hmm. And he says, you killed
0: Ty. Ren says, I sure did. Snoke was completely wrong about you. You're fighting this every step of the way. Kylo says, you think so? And Ren says, you don't want to live in the shadow. True, I am the shadow. And he says, tough talk, but you have never actually been in a fight before. Uh, where the other man really wants you dead, I mean. My guess is Luke Skywalker didn't let you get anywhere near a real fight. You're too
1: precious, too special. And then there's a really cool panel down here where this is in, Inter-Palpatine. This is where, in the comic series at least, you see him pulling the strings from the background for the first time. Just this offside panel where you get you know, the red outline bubble. He says, now you'll be who you are, who you were always meant to be. And And here's the
0: coolest panel of the entire series. This panel
1: has, uh, at least for me, incited a lot of controversy. So if you look at it as a whole, you can kind of see how this is... I'm sure the glare is terrible right there. Anyway, imagine that you can see what I'm pointing at. (laughs) Uh, Down the middle, you know, you have the big showdown with Ren and Kylo. Um, And then off in these corners, you see how this event is affecting everybody else. You've got Snoke who's very much invested. you got Leia who's sensing it down in the bottom left. You've got bottom right, Palpatine's like, yes. Uh, and then top right, uh, there was a tweet. I don't know who said it, but friendo, I'm going to disagree with you. They said, uh, this panel confirms that Kylo had had a vision of Rey before episode 7, which I disagree with because these are all the people on the outside that are sensing the significance of this event. Kylo's in the moment right now, and he is focused purely on this. I think it's just how it's affecting everyone else. It does, for me, confirm um, the significance of their dyad that when his fall to the dark side became complete, her ascension to the light began. Um, I think that, to me, where he ties it into uh, in the Force Awakens novel, Kylo says, it is you, you know, like kind of confirming suspicions. I think that that's more of a fulfillment of Snoke's warning you know, the more powerful you get in the dark, there's going to be powerful light to rise to meet it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kylo maybe was suspecting that she was going to be that one. And so when he saw that she at least matched him in natural force ability, he's like, oh, it's you. It's not Luke.
0: Yeah. I think that <clears throat> I partly agree. I partly disagree with you. It definitely confirms that they have a connection from before. It definitely confirms that she, like they have that dyad already, mm-hmm. which is cool because I honestly always thought that the dyad began when he tries to get the map from her mm-hmm. after Taco Donna. And that's how she sees into his mind mm-hmm. and is able to also have all of his memories, mm-hmm. which are uh, how she becomes so powerful in the Force. So not only does Elise have the Force awaken in her, hence the name of the movie, mm-hmm. but it also confirms. That's how she gets her training, if you read mm-hmm. the novel, of uh, The Force Awakens. It's interesting to me that he says, it is you, because when Snoke says, I always warned Kylo that as he got more powerful in the dark that the light would also match right. it. Snoke says, Skywalker, I assumed. Right. But at this point, so he already Kylo, knows. Right. And What I'm saying I think is, Kylo, Snoke
1: didn't know who Rey was at all. Right. But I think, for me, I think you're right, yes. Snoke does admit that he thought it would have been Luke, but I think Ray or Ben rather is, you know, already changing his mind about that because Luke's definitely cut himself off to the force. That powerful light energy's gotta be coming from somewhere else. Right, but Kylo doesn't know any of that. Exactly. So But I don't think that this confirms that he knew who she was before. Yeah, Nick. there's nothing in here that says this he sees a vision of all these yeah, things. It's it's definitely not a confirmation. You could speculate about it, but I disagree with that as well.
0: Right. Uh, there's no there's no confirmation that he's seeing any of these things. These are just how other people are feeling it. Right. So there but there is a connection that he knows who Ray is somehow. Well and
1: here's the other difference is that where Snoke is talking and where Palpatine are talking, it's in that red outline. They kind of infers that they're speaking to him. Leia in the bottom left and Ray in the top right, it's a white bubble, which means it's just local dialogue.
0: Leia's talking to herself in this and picture, Ray's talking to talking her play. blood.
1: But and I she says yeah. you
0: feel that it feels
1: cold. I think they're understanding what's going on with Ben, or at least feeling the significance of it in the force. I don't okay. think Ben senses it himself. So uh anyway, uh we're running out of time. But ben kills Ren. Yeah, Ben kind of gets around the rules and kills Ren. Yeah. Like,
0: There's your good death. And uh it's crazy because it like the energy that he's using pushes everyone away. And if you notice, um at the beginning of this. Uh, way back, I keep going back, blah, blah, blah. It, they're surrounded by ice. Mm. And the power that, it, I don't know if it's the heat or lightning that's going on, but when he kills Ren, everything's turned to water. Yeah. So there's a lot of energy being put out. Which is and, beautiful. And uh, this is so cool. Um, so you've got this girl, I can't remember her name, uh, but she's talking to Kylo. I think it's
1: Vo, is it?
0: And she's she has she's trying to grab her lightsaber and it gets pulled away with the Force, and Kylo catches it. So now he has, like, four lightsabers, if you think about it.
1: Yeah, he's got... She's actually using uh, the Quarren's lightsaber. Right. So he grabs that from her. He's got his, he's, he's got, got his he got ties, and he probably took... I think her name is Vo. Um, but he also took Ren's. Yeah, so he's got four lightsabers right now. He's, and so he's, he's freaking General Grievous. She said,
0: Ben, you killed him, you killed the Knight's uh, Master, you killed Ren. He said, of course I did, I'm a murderer, Remember? he's kind of accepted that yeah. himself.
1: He's really leaning into it. He says, you're not
0: a Jedi, though, and you never will be. There's no one left to train you. And he ignites the red lightsaber. And my favorite panel from the whole thing. She's on the ground. She's got her hand up. Like, you know, don't yeah. hurt me. Silhouette and he murder. says, why would you even want to live? Yeah, pretty cold. And he puts the saber um, her chest. And then you see all the Knights
1: of Ren bow to him. You see him leave on there. Mm-hmm. hashtag heavy pollution ship. They're not passing emissions, but they don't care. they the Knights of Ren. Yep. Um, and then one of the coolest, con- at least conceptually, one of the coolest things for me is he's taking apart his lightsaber. He pulls out the crystal and he bleeds it. Also, yeah, Sith eyes, Kylo. What's happening there? Um, that's him. You know, obviously pulling yeah. on the dark side really hard to bleed yep. that crystal. And um, yeah, talk about that a little bit. Which is cool. I you get cool kind thing. of I don't know if you ever watched Futurama, but. There's the whole red energy around the ship, very much like in the time travel episode of Futurama. Like, there's some significant force energy going on while he's bleeding this crystal. It's obviously affecting all this uh, surrounding area. Um, And what I think is cool is, you've heard the concept of bleeding the crystal, but it looks like he actually pulls blood out of the crystal. And he's he's using his frustration, his anger, his hurt uh, from all these characters around him.
0: mm -hmm. Uh, In this panel, you've got... His thoughts of Uncle Luke, Lando,
1: Han, Ty, Chewbacca, He's Leia, uh, Super Saiyan. Uh, and then you actually see him fracture the crystal, which is what gives it that unstable quality. Um, and then he figures out that he needs to open up the vents, which obviously gives the iconic cross guard. Um, and, then the last, and then the last panel is a throwback to the second uh, part of the series, which was, What's Your Name? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's obviously Snowman Palpatine talking to him.
0: And so... That's the rise of Kylo Ren, parts one through four. We really, really enjoyed it.
1: Um, Obviously, we blasted through this it. at warp speed, but certainly do yourself a favor and yeah. go read them. Um, especially now that they're all released, you could probably buy them as a collected set. Right. Um,
0: uh, and so, man, and if, you know, every, it's so cool because uh, Charles soul tweeted that this is, it's a rarity, but every issue of this series sold out. Mm and so it's cool. Not a lot of times people do that. Yeah. Um, but every issue of this series, yeah, been heavily papers, anticipated. Paper, yeah. is sold out. Um, Absolutely. So that's why it's awesome to live in the day and age we do because you can just get them digitally. Yeah. And don't worry about that. Uh, so really cool. Um, again, I want to know more about Snoke. Mm-hmm. I want to know more about Palpatine's role in Snoke's all that stuff. But um, I know that the novelization is just spilling its beans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so many people who are getting this stuff early, people who get the books and stuff early to review, or these big YouTube channels who get the stuff early. Or so even can,
1: just the people that went to the conference and they got, you know, early Right, beans. right.
0: Like local, like recent cons mm-hmm. have gotten those early. And usually I'm the guy that's watching every video, and I'm texting you and saying, Oh my God, you won't believe what's happening. And you'll be like, Don't tell me, don't tell mm-hmm. me. Like in like the vampire cross fingers. Um, but I've actually really been avoiding anything in there. I saw one thing about Palpatine and all that stuff, mm-hmm. um, but since then, yeah. anything else I've been avoiding because the novel comes out this Tuesday. So by the time this video comes out, tomorrow, the novelization of The Rise of Skywalker, whether you're a reader and you want to get it in the flesh, in the paper... Yes. Or you're an audiobook kind yeah, of person. That'll be it. yeah. We both pre-ordered it. We're both ready for the book to come out. Yes. Um, so that will be this coming Tuesday. So tomorrow, uh, once this video is out. Uh, but I want to know more about that, and maybe that's fleshed out a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but I've been avoiding Which, that info.
1: I I I think I can probably manage to read the whole novel by the time we'll record the next episode. So maybe we'll talk about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Okay. So, uh, anyways, there's a lot there to unpack. And I think really the point of this series was to
1: show you the humanity of Kylo mm-hmm. Ren that you don't yeah. see until the very end of yeah. Episode 9. It's called The Rise of Kylo Ren. It could also be called The Fall of Ben Solo. Yeah. But it definitely Absolutely. shows how uh, out of control it's his whole demise was. And um, I think ultimately how Episode 9 is him finally regaining control of that. Yeah. Uh, of his life. And really and feeling like he does have a choice. Mm-hmm. Because
0: his whole life he never felt like he had a choice maybe he didn't even want to be a jedi mm-hmm. or a sith or whatever maybe he just wanted to be a person and he kind of felt like uh it's kind of like when you feel like uh, you see this a lot with the professional athletes where they're like we're people mm-hmm. you know um and i think we you know with actors it's like you don't get to see them every day on set and so you just kind of see them once the movies in theaters but especially with athletes You see them throughout the year and they're just kind of an object. Mm -hmm. Like, even as a fan, like I just see them and I'm like, Yeah, throw the ball farther or do better. Yeah. Why do you want to take time off? And stuff like that. And I think that they get, you know, frustrated and they're like, Hey, I have a life too. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to I need to be respected too. I have humanity too. And you kind of see that with Kylo. He doesn't feel like he has a choice. He doesn't feel like he's ever really had a choice. Yeah. And so you really get to see a lot of that in this series. So we highly recommend it. Yep. I loved it. I love this series. I wish it was longer. I'd probably give it like 4.5 out of 5 stars. Yeah. Really liked it. And I can't wait to it comes on trade paperback, buying it. Yeah, gonna collect it. Um, yeah. So uh, we hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, our apologies if there's any kind of a glare or anything on those images. Again, look it up for yourself. It won't take you that long to get through it. I'm sure you'll yeah, enjoy they're it. They're very
1: quick reads. You'll fly through them if you're interested at all. Yep. Um, but and it gives more depth to. Maybe the most
0: complete single story arc in a single trilogy Star Wars character ever. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. You know, it's uh, easy to have an op- a whole storyline when you have Vader, when you have six movies. Right. But from meeting Kylo Ren and not knowing who he was at all to unpacking his story, seven, eight, nine, maybe the most complete story arc of a Star Wars character yeah, ever. Gotta love him. There, I said it. I said it, sequel haters. All right. All right. Well, so we remember. May the Force be with you always. And the only family you have here is me. We'll see you guys next time. Take it easy.